When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good. I'm doing well. Thank you. How was your, uh, what's left of your offseason? Uh, I've been enjoying it. It's been nice. Uh, just a, it's a lot of working out and yeah. getting ready for the season, but it's also that time where it's close enough to spring where you're getting that itch and it's like, okay, let's just get going. Uh, have you, do you migrate? Like what's your, do you care about weather or working out? Is it like, what's your routine now? Where do you want to be? You say working out. I've been uh, I've been here in Atlanta for okay. most of the off season, so I've been working out at the stadium and you know thrown here and so a little bit of cold, but I don't mind it. That's, yeah. It's kind of nice. It's yeah. a little bit of a, a change up. We, we were talking about how long you've been around now, and it's long enough to know. We were talking about Orlando compared to Northport mm-hmm. when you talk about facility and what it is you can get done. Can you just sort of explain to people who might not be aware of what the upgrade actually is? Uh, it's. I would say it's we flipped. Uh, it was like the it's the exact opposite of Orlando, where it's a Orlando was kind of you were in tight facilities and the facilities weren't all that great, and the big league team was in like the the equivalent of a just a regular clubhouse. Where in spring training you have hundreds of guys or over being 100 and 200 guys between minor leagues and big leagues where you were kind of jammed in um, the minor league side was sharing with a lot of youth sports and there'd be times where you'd have random parents walking into our clubhouse because they <laughs> went in through the wrong door and stuff like that waiting um, to see if johnny was still here exactly yeah. and you got guys walking around in you know towels because they're getting out of the shower right. and that kind of stuff but uh i told people and i'm not even lying it's not an exaggeration when it was first built i've told the story twice already today there was a leg press machine and like uh, a stationary old stationary bicycle in the hallway mm-hmm. and they stayed there for 20 years yeah like, no, because there was no room to put no, I couldn't the, even the weight room was so small that you you had to come in waves so like right. you couldn't have a bunch of people working out there because it could only fit probably five or six guys at once uh a lot of the workouts happened in the the hallway um all that kind of stuff but on the flip side you were in the middle of orlando so you could have a lot of stuff to do on the up you know and after you're done with the day you can go to disney you can go to universal you can go to all those food all over the place exactly food all over the place everything and now in venice northport um we have all of the amenities and everything that we could ever want in a baseball facility with nothing really to do after after you're done. Is that it's a new up-and-coming yeah. area, not a ton of restaurants, uh, just it's definitely we're, we're focusing on baseball. Right. I was going to say, does it make your nighttime going into your next morning? Because, look, spring training is wacky anyway. You get someplace at 730 in the morning and you're done. And then they tell you in April, you got to flip it where you got to turn into a night. I, it's sort of strange. It's a little backwards. Yeah, it's a little bit. It, right. Yeah. It just feels like we're going to flip a switch pretty quick here where we're going to yeah. actually change our entire lives. Yeah. Um, it's something that I... It's. I think it's one of those just traditions of baseball that haven't really gotten changed. But um, there's something also really nice about waking up early and getting your work in and getting out and having the whole rest of the day to and what's go play golf or yep. you know just little things. At the end of the day, you're still ramping up for the season, and um, you know they've mixed in a lot more night games throughout the throughout the spring, where mm-hmm. it gives you a little taste of it. Um, but you also have a lot of day games through the first couple of weeks of the seasons because it's you know weather. A lot of places you're dealing yeah. with weather, and you want to, you don't want to have too cold or you know potentially well, snow. What, or, what is nice for your group, your generation, and I think it probably started a generation right before. My God, guys used to be on the field in spring training all day. I mean, and now the idea of everybody knows what is the, you you don't get better work done 
push it there longer. Mm-hmm. Snit is absolutely bought into the idea of get your work done, get the hell out of here. Very much. We'll do it again tomorrow. So that part is good too. No, there's there's a lot. We're not we're not doing busy work. We're not just standing around right. and. The old joke that I always heard was, if you want to get ready for spring training, go put your spikes on in the backyard, stand on some concrete, and, you know, just stand stand for four or five hours, and that's how you get ready for spring. Um, there's a lot more uh, focused, uh-huh. I guess, uh, just everything is a lot more focused, or at least uh, a lot of the fat is trimmed. So, um, you know, it's nice. We've I've, I've really enjoyed my time at the new facility it's beautiful they have everything that we could have ever wanted and i know that a lot of the guys there's not too many that have been in orlando yeah. and here now right. but the uh the difference is drastic yeah. so tell me what you know about your body your makeup what's what the off season supposed to be what spring training is going to be are you at the point now where you feel like because i would imagine it does take a few years to figure out what is a good routine that's, that's for, for any player. I think I think it's constantly changing because once, you know, you're learning your routine or you're learning what works well for you, and you're 18 to 25, and then once you're 25, you know, your body's changing. Uh-huh. Whether it's you know, um, you're maturing and you're figuring out what works for you. You learned in the season before that, uh, you know, I need to work a little bit more on this or that. Um, so you have like a nice. You have a nice base, but you're always constantly changing your routine. You're doing different things uh, every year and just kind of figuring out what works best for you in the moment. And for me this year, it's just been a lot of building on the health that I finished the season with. I obviously had the blister, but I'll take the blister over being sick like I was the year before, the couple years before. So, um for me, I'm I'm feeling about as physically good and the best that I've felt in some time, and I'm, uh, you know, I I'm excited, I'm itching, just I'm getting to that point. Like I said a little bit before, like yeah. where I'm I'm just I'm ready to I'm ready to get going. Because you're still right in the middle of it, literally. Have you assessed what you've done so far? Uh, not not to like dig me, but have you assessed what you've been as a player? at the highest level of this game to any degree? I would say partially not to the full extent. I would say there is a big part of me that still feels like I'm the kid bouncing up and down from the minor leagues trying to, uh, trying to, you know, make it in the big leagues, trying to figure it out. Um, there's a lot that, goes on um and it also just frankly the this the years go by so quick that it all kind of just bundles up and um you know i, I still it feels like yesterday that i was coming up and you have guys like freddie and nick markakis and tyler flowers and kurt suzuki and you know these these veterans that i'm looking up to and i'm like wow and you know my first year i'm walking into a clubhouse with matt kemp and brandon phillips and there's a lot of lot of big names that I was watching for a long time, and now I sit here right now, and I think it's like me and Ozzy have the most time on the team, and it's just like very weird. Yeah. It's a very weird thing to kind of sit back and and realize, but um, yeah, I think there's a there's a little bit of a, a beauty of being able to keep your head down and constantly working because I. I know how I felt when I was that guy trying to make it and break into the big leagues of the hunger and the things that you need to do um, to be successful. And I know that there's a lot of really hungry, talented kids coming up, and I have to kind of keep my head down and keep keep grinding the way that I know how. There was one other thing about Orlando that I always found really interesting, strange sometimes. The way it was set up here with the major leaguers, six feet away. Mm-hmm. Six feet away and a whole other world away was that room right behind that one wall of lockers where mm-hmm. when you're sitting in there, all you're thinking about is, how do I get over there? How do I get over there? It was it was six feet of walking space mm-hmm. that separated Yeah. The guys who I know what they were going to be doing in April, uh, and I want to be one of those guys. Do you? Is that still fresh? It's. I think I think so. I think a lot of what you experience as a young player uh, is kind of 
imprinted on you or it sticks with you for for your career and um i think that the i think a big thing for me is just realizing and understanding that this this isn't you know that's not given to anyone you have to earn it and you have to earn it every single day and you can't you can't take a day off and you have to you know work your tail off and the whole thing so uh there's there's always that element of I'm going to sit here and I'm going to do everything in my power to t- take advantage of the opportunity that I have been given and run with it and make it the most that I possibly can. And that's at the end of the day, the, the result of that is you got to go out there and win. Okay. Games. I think there are some guys who like the life more than I'll call it a job because it is a job. Yeah. They like the life understand more than they like. It sounds to me like you've sort of understood the work part of this is I get to have this, but only if I do this. I have to do the work to get it in. I believe I've met guys in the major leagues that like the fact that somebody carries their bag. Cool. You earned it. No doubt about it. But they don't necessarily enjoy the game. They don't necessarily enjoy the work, the struggle, the successes, as maybe some other guys do. I mean, is that have you seen, is that a fair assessment of of sometimes how it goes i think everyone's so different that it's it's you know this game is it is a hard game and everyone has different motivators on being able to get through it because it is a grind you know we're we're here working from the time of you know spring training and you know february 14th to the end of season which is normally in the first week of october we probably have three off days a month yeah so there's you have to find ways to really dig deep and you know whatever your motivator is whatever that is um you know that's that's to each uh, each individual but for me i i'm someone that in my free time i like playing board games and i'm just a competitive person right. so like that for me the competing and the be- the ability to go out there and um how do i win tonight exactly it's just it's all about it's for me, it's about winning and making the most out of, um, you know, my abilities and just seeing what I what I can do. And um, it's really hard to go out there and consistently win, but you just have to kind of live in those cliches and, you know, just stay moment to moment and not get too ahead of yourself. And as long as you can kind of do that, it... it Even though they're short-lived because you're going to get the baseball in five days, exactly. do you enjoy the successes? Uh... I give myself, for me personally, I give myself the night. So, okay. like, the the day that I pitch, after I'm done, um, whether it's good or it's bad or it's indifferent or I allow myself to feel however I want to feel about it, um, and then when I wake up the next day and come to the ballpark, it's we're getting ready for the next Back one. To work. Because you can get caught up. Uh, you can just get caught up with the past, and if you worry about the past, you can't change anything. So, yeah. for me, it's just... Um, you have to have the ability to get through it and take uh, take whatever emotion is because we're human beings and you're going to have some emotions. So you have to be able to deal with that in whatever way that you need to be able to. And whether, you know, for other people, if it's one day, two days or whatever, but you have to realize that you, whatever whatever happened in the past, you can't change anything. So it's the same clock, though. Six, good night, bad night. Yeah. It's the same clock. Same you. clock. It's flushed or it's... I dug myself for a second, or I, I the the I appreciated what just happened. Yeah. but it's the same clock. Yeah, okay. it's it's uh, yeah, because no one at the end of the day, it's a is a business of. There's a lot of what have you done for me lately? Yeah. You could go out there and have four or five great starts, and then go out and have a bad one, and people are going to be like, "Well, what happened? Like, right. what what's going on?" So, um, do you sense that? There's a um, panicky thing, especially with pitchers. I mean, it just, it really is. I think, I think, whether it's, it's just fair or unfair, little, there's a lot of angst. I think it's just a little bit more. I think that is just more magnified because if you're a position player, you go out there very next night and you can yeah. make up for yourself. Yep. But as a, a reliever, you can go out very next night mm-hmm. and make it up. Um, as a starter, you got, you got four or five days to sit on it, whether it was good or bad. And the world is talking about it sometimes. Yeah. And you know what? Like, it's part of it yeah. and it's, it's part of the gig, but, um, you you just go out there, and I know that if I prepare for it the same way every single time, it gives myself the best chance to kind of 
have that success. All right, here's the free agency thing. This is the first year that's that's like you're here. Um, thoughts going into it? What do you like? How do you if if somebody says, "Hey, Max." I don't know if you know this free agency year. Yeah, it's a that's a question that's been brought up quite a bit. Today. Yeah. So what? Um, so what happened? Like what? So do you, for, what do you feel comfortable saying about it? Uh, just the the first off is I have I love being here. I love being a brave. It's all I really know. Oh. I got traded very very early on. Yeah. So for me, um, being part of the Braves organization is really all I know. You know, it's it's. I looked up and I just realized it today. But it's, you know, this is going to be ten years, which is, oh. you know, that's at this point, it's a third of my life. Yeah. Um, but out of the respect to the way that you know Alex and the organization does things, as far as the what happens and how that goes, it's very private and behind closed doors. And um, you know, I'm, I. I'm going to respect that, but, um, you know, I've, I love being here and, you know, I love this organization, my teammates and the fans and everyone. Is the other messaging though? I, I don't, I know you well enough. I think to say this, it doesn't matter on the Tuesday night that you get the ball in May. It doesn't matter on the Thursday night you get the ball in June. Like that to me, I think with the one thing you hope with a player is you don't try to do more than you can do. Cause there's only a certain amount you can do free agent year or not. No. I just think that you're going to go out tonight's my night to pitch. It happens to be in a free agency year. Is that fair? Every every time, every time I take the ball, I give everything that I have on that day. It doesn't matter if it's in spring training or if it's you know in the playoffs or whatever it is. I I came up, uh, I came up trying to fight for a spot in the big leagues, and every time I take that mound, all I know is to give 100% of myself that day and that's just the way that I've always pitched since I've gotten up here and I'm not planning on changing anything there's, there's because of what different. a calendar says because it's, of what a... that's it's so out of you know that all of that is so distant out of my control that's yeah. I'm I'm here because I love to play baseball I love to compete and I love to go and take the field with my guys every fifth day and try to win a baseball game. And like that's only, what that's that's the way that that's what motivates me. Right. There's 150 guys who do what you do. Now the number changes over the course of the year. There's 150 guys in the world who do what you do. I think some guys appreciate that. I think some guys want to be in the top half of that. Want to be in the top. 20. That to me is the that's the next step. Is mm -hmm. you figure out what it is you want to be in that group of 150 that get an opportunity on opening day to say this is what I do. Yeah, I just yeah. I mean, it's uh, there's not there's not one thing in this game that is easy. Um, there's a, it's it is a grind, um, but it's also what makes it so special. Yeah, and uh, we have a bunch of guys that are just they have a lot of the same mentality where it's it's go time, it's grind time, and. All we want to do is win, and I think that's what shows so well. And um, obviously, you know, we've we've won a lot of baseball over the last couple of years, and uh, that's that's really all I focus on. Yeah. That really motivates. That's, that's your scorecard. Yeah. What is it? All right. Listen. Look forward to it very much. Thanks for coming back. We uh, we will see you in a few weeks down there. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, there was Max Freed with Chris Domino at Braves Fest over the weekend. All of the interviews from Braves Fest can be heard at the Fan app or at 680thefan.com. Is that true? That is very true, Domino. And uh, you spoke with Jared Kelnick, the brave new left fielder. We'll hear that conversation tomorrow. When we come back, a major injury for the defending Super Bowl champs. Into the red zone, we go next. It's Domino and Cellini. It's the Fan 680 and 93.7 FM. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to WadeFord.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at WadeFord.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. 
The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. You're almost there, Adam. You're almost there. So close, yet so far away. 1223. Domino Cellini on a Tuesday afternoon. Appreciate you taking the time to listen. And when you listen, sometimes you win things. Rob Zombie and his Cooper Ministry and Filter are storming into Alpharetta and Ameris Bank Amphitheater September the 12th with the Freaks and Parade Tour. Because when you think freaks, you think Alice. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at LiveNation.com. We're giving away a pair all week long, including right now to caller number three at 404-231-1680. We should try to get Alice on the show. I think Alice breaks character. I'm not sure Rob Zombie breaks character. Yeah, I need no. a guy that breaks character. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't really have Alice Cooper telling me about this tour in 1978 where he killed three men. Right. Because I'm not really going to believe him. Welcome to my nightmare. All right, Alice. Take it easy. I think he owned a sports bar with Dan Marley or was right next to Dan Marley's. And once you own a sports bar, I got a really hard time sort of thinking you as the doctor of death. Milwaukee has certainly had its share of visitors. Vince is his real name, so. Yeah, you can call him Vince. So we used to have, we used to have, and, um, you know, Ernest the Cat Miller, he played the uh, heel in the movie The Wrestler. Mm Mm-hmm. He said, you guys were kind of ahead of your time because you would, back in the late 90s into the early 2000s when WCW was in its heyday, he said, you would bring us in and you would talk to us out of character. Yeah, you would tell us, look, man, let's just have a conversation. Get the hell out of here. I need Ernest. If, now if everybody's you... doing that. Everybody's doing no. shoot interviews now. We were ahead of our time. Yes, we were. Podcast this, and what do we get out of it? Nothing. Nothing, I tell you. Should Man, I should have patented that podcast thing. <laughs> Don't forget about Buck Speed. I was going to save the. Did Kevin you see the golf for the Georgia oh, golfer God. part of Buck Speed? Oh, the podcast park brought to you by Associated Credit. Union. Boy, you really bow down every time you hear that. Listen, I'm a team player. All right. I just try you, my best to make everybody happy. You know me. Right. Do you know those guys? Uh, it's uh, Jason Bateman and Will Arnett and Sean Hayes. Did you see the deal they just did? $100 million deal with Sirius XM. $100 million podcast deal. All right. Again, all I wanted was a piece for inventing it. You just wanted something to wet your beak. That's all you wanted and nothing. Like I said, here we are, right back where we were. AM rate. <laughs> well, FM and the fan app brought to you by uh, Beaver Toyota of coming. More sad numbers for who could be the NFL MVP. That story comes your way in about five minutes. Punching it in from the goal line. This is the drive into the red zone. Brought to you by Realtree, your number one source for camouflage and the great outdoors. Realtree, family, friends, and the outdoors at Realtree.com. So the Chiefs, we know, won the AFC Championship game, but they lost one of their big defensive players, the guy who had the strip sack early in the game. Charles Omanyehu, the defensive end, who had 10 sacks this year. He is dead. Well, he's not dead, but he's out with a torn ACL. A big loss for the Chiefs. You know what he did? Carried on less than LeBron James getting a backhand to the face. He did. I can't argue that. No argument whatsoever. Andy Reid said the Chiefs did not file, speaking of Kansas City and injuries, an erroneous injury report (laughs) regarding their receiver, Kadarius Toney, who told everybody, and there's audio. Of him telling everybody, I'm not hurt. Whoa, whoa, They're whoa. They're lying. Whoa. No, 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 no. That would be like me saying to you, yeah, I'm not hurt. That's not what he said. I know, but I can't say some of the things that he said. They'll take away our license. They, they're saying he's going to be allowed back in the building. Now, Andy Reid's saying, no, 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 he just... I don't know if he's saying he was misunderstood in what he said. I understood everything Kadarius Tony was saying. I wouldn't let him in the building. Yeah, here's Andy Reid explaining the Chiefs' stance. I actually haven't seen it. I mean, I've heard people talk about it. But, um, yeah, he'll be back back out there, and we'll, we'll see see how he does. He's been on the injury report. So, I mean, I, that, that part, is, uh, that's not made up by any means. But he's been working through some things, and he'll be back out there. You get in trouble in this league. 
You get in trouble. $75,000, Speaking of Arthur Smith, he's been hired by the Steelers. He is now their offensive coordinator. Well, you know why? According to Tom Pelissero. Ask me why. Why? Because Art Rooney the second or Henry Rooney the third. I'm not sure what Rooney. You hear what he said? Mm-hmm. I did we hear what he said. We are tired of this no playoff thing around here. That's right. It's we over it. Died trying to get this right. We have had enough of playoff win drought around here. Mm-hmm. It's time to get some wins. It's time to take these next steps. I don't know if he talks like that, but that's Art Rooney the second. That's what he had to say. He said, it'll get done when it gets done. Like Tomlin's extension there in Pittsburgh. Don't worry about it. What? You're on a need-to-know basis, and you don't need to know. Well, let me ask you. I guess hiring Arthur Smith is one of the things they think is going to clean the playoff drought up a little bit. But we've had enough of playoff win drought. Why is Tomlin getting a contract extension? How tired of it are you? Let him sing for his supper this year. Why is he different? Maybe that's what he meant. Let's they're see what s- happens this year, and then he gets the nah, extension. They're all saying there's an extension. Well, you can't, be, you can't be that tired of not winning a playoff game in seven years if you're going to extend the guy who's been in charge. The uh, Lions and 49ers racked up 56.9 million viewers on Sunday night for Fox in that NFC championship game. It's, according to Fox, the fourth most watched non-Super Bowl NFL game on the network, most viewed NFC championship since 2012. In the meantime, the earlier game between the Chiefs and the Ravens Drew about 55.5 million, 55.47 to be exact. That's the most watched AFC championship game ever. So Taylor Swift continuing to move the meter. And it was a really good game as well. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you something about, speaking of commerce, how's it working out? I'll give you a T-shirt that actually I think is sold out. But maybe as they like to say, they'll just print some more. It has not stopped ticket prices in the Super Bowl. We had talked about what would happen Detroit piggy banks being broken open. But I guess this is a good enough game where... It doesn't look like there's a problem. Now, it's in Vegas. It's a different venue. It doesn't hurt. Here's what I would say. Vegas is the last place that I think I actually need to be in the building to watch the game, though. I've got more options in Vegas than any place else. Get me an airline flight out there, and I don't need to see the game. Not in person. But if you're a true eye roller, if you're that Vegas Dave guy, and you wear the chain that says Vegas Dave, because you are Vegas Dave, you want to be inside the building. You think I'm going to miss this? I don't care what it costs. Don't forget the chain before you leave the house. You should get a chain that says Chrissy D. (laughs) I just want one that says Duke. And remember, you know what I'm like? I'm like the Eagles. I'm just Eagles. It's just Duke. Yeah. You've always always wanted to have that as your nickname. I don't know why, but that's what you wanted. Duke. I thought it was supposed to be. It sounded like a good sports talk radio. Mm-hmm. That's all. Uh, Patrick Mahomes and that Justin Tucker and Travis Kelsey interaction happened, and Justin Tucker tried to laugh it off, saying it was much to do about nothing. And the NFL said it was before the team's warm-up, the true warm-up period, and they are supposed to say, stay on their own side of the field, whatever that side of the field is, prior to the true warm-up period. So Tucker said, look, it, it wasn't wasn't a big deal people are making a bigger deal out of it but in retrospect again what i said yesterday was true travis kelsey and the chiefs had every right to say get out of here because according to the nfl you didn't belong there and by the way you're sitting there on like you're stretching on one knee like i wouldn't have thought it was as manly quite honestly if he had done it when the guy was down on the other end of the field he kicked his stuff away while he was sitting right there on one knee stretching out his kicking leg you don't belong here you could be listening you're an infiltrator. And Tucker said, I've been doing this my entire career. Well, there's a time and a place where you're going to get... It's like gambling. There's a time and a place where you're going to get caught, you're going to pay the price. Well, every once in a while, somebody's got to tell you, you're not welcome in my house. You perhaps have been welcome in other people's houses. The Chiefs were on a business trip. You doing your business right here was not good business no, for us. it was not. And we talked about momentum, and you've got the analytics people that are saying there's no such thing as momentum. George Kittle, the Niner tight end, says, that's horse crap. And that's a direct quote from George Kittle. Well, he also talked about what, what Brock Purdy is and isn't. Did you see the other video that came out at halftime when he went up to Brock Purdy? And he basically pep-talked him up? George Kittle's like a strange guy. In 2020, we had the audio yesterday of him. I'm going to be back. I'm going to be back. I'm good enough to be back. I'm going to be back. He's trying to put it out and manifest it into the universe. But he was the guy walking around telling everybody, oh, this is not done. And he went up to Brock Purdy and he basically told him, you... You're going to be great. And that's what sometimes you need to hear. Like, I love that in a teammate. You don't have to be Ray Lewis. You don't have to be kicking things over, screaming, coming up with a dance of some sorts. You can just walk up to a guy and go, 
you're going to be great in the second you know, Terrell Suggs and Ray Lewis couldn't help the Ravens. Lamar Jackson's performance. People are saying, I know Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp on ESPN used the word choke. His completion percentage in the playoffs is worse than it is during the regular season. His passer rating is worse in the playoffs than it is in the regular season. His average yards per attempt, worse. In regular season games, Jackson has thrown 125 touchdown passes to 45 interceptions. In the playoffs, six touchdown passes, six interceptions. That's alarming. I mean, much like Josh Allen, this is what you now have to live with if you're Lamar Jackson. Well, I'll give you the other one. Mark Sanchez won twice as many playoff games. He did it in two years, by the way. He won four games, nine touchdowns, three interceptions, 95 quarterback rating. That is nothing close to what Lamar Jackson has done in the postseason. Fair, unfair, small sample size, two-time MVP at uh, at 27 years old. He's just got to live with it. And you know what? In that position, in that world, you live with it until you don't have to anymore. And when you come up short, you're going to be criticized. And sometimes your offensive coordinator is going to be criticized. Rex Ryan from ESPN had this to say about Todd Monken. This is the stupidest game plan I've ever seen. This new guy that we uh, praised the hell out of. Todd Monken. Yeah, Todd Monken. By the way, with the new guy. You, you don't have Tom Brady. Do you realize your quarterback is Lamar Jackson? Not Tom Brady. What in the hell are you doing dropping back 82% of the time? I can't argue with that logic. I don't know why you're throwing the ball so much. It's not like you were down two scores. I told you. Now, it could get over the top at some point. He's the best NFL guy on TV. A very beautiful feat. Because he doesn't really care about it. Do you know, I'm not saying that he knew his name off the top of his head. But I think a guy like Rex Ryan... He didn't want to mention Todd Monken by name. The new guy. He's that guy. That guy. We were praising the new guy all year. You mean Monken? Yeah, whatever. The point is... Oh, that was in my mind. He had absolutely planted the seed that his name isn't even worth knowing right now. So he he's, he's earning his money every Sunday, Rex Ryan. Uh, Clarence Hill covers the Cowboys uh, in the media, and he said overheard on his flight to the Senior Bowl, Dan Quinn may be the slight favorite for that Seattle coaching job, which at last check is still open. Who do you hear that from? An but airline said, attendant? I don't know, but he said don't sleep on Mike McDonald. They really like him as well. Gee, thank you. I've been reading about that for four days. Well, he heard it. From somebody Again, on the aeroplane. Somebody taking baggage? Who did he hear it from? The not peanut cart person? A good reporter does not reveal this his is, sources. It's driving me crazy. You heard that on an airplane to the Senior Bowl, huh? That's what he said. Okay. Unless you were sitting next to Dan Quinn. I mean, who'd you hear it from? Hubbard, 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 a guy talking about the NFL? You got that right, Chris. Just telling you it's what he said. a slight favor, but you know it could change because they really like McDonald, too. Then Adam Schefter said, people that have said that Ben Johnson is going to Washington and Dan Quinn is going to Seattle, I will bet you that at a minimum, one of those ah, is not right. And stealing that my said, routine. Maybe both. He's stealing my routine. He's betting the field. He, he's not taking your slam dunk stories. The Bears loose. Now, does he need to be on a plane going to the Senior Bowl to hear this as well? Who's this guy that said that? He was on Clarence a plane? Hill. You want to do a background check on him? I don't. Feel free to do so. I don't. This is ridiculous. He's telling you what was said, that's all. It's the same thing I've been reading for four days. You know what I know? Dan Quinn hasn't been hired by Seattle. That's what I know. Mike McDonald, of course they'd have an interest in him. He threw up a shutout against the Kansas City Chiefs in the second half of a playoff game. Why wouldn't they? Mr. Hill. You can take that up with him. He's available on social media. I'm not even going near him. Uh, Your buddy Ron Rivera interviewed for the Rams defensive coordinator vacancy. He was fired, of course, by the commanders earlier this month. I think he talked to the Eagles there, and the Eagles gave that job to Fangio. But he said, I'm willing to be a coordinator, much like Arthur Smith now, the coordinator for the Steelers. You go back to your roots, and maybe you get another shot somewhere down the line. If the Steelers turn things around offensively pretty quickly, who's to say that Arthur Smith isn't going to get another shot much sooner than any of us think he will? They don't think they have a quarterback there. If all of a sudden they do, Arthur Smith's going to get some credit. They haven't won a playoff game in seven years. Won a playoff game or two, Arthur Smith is going to get credit. I don't know if he's in the right place. I don't know if what he wants to do, they have an ability to do. We did hear that people up in Pittsburgh thought it was a match. Good. Good for him. Listen, there's no bad blood as a guy leaves here. I wish he was better at his job. The head coaching job. I wish he was better at the offensive coordinator part of the job while he was a head coach. Everything that he did, he did to himself. 
Any criticism that came down, he's got nobody to blame but himself. Probably to the toxic group thing. He, he handled every situation the wrong way. If not every situation, it seems like 95% of the situations he handled the wrong way. Including what we had talked about. Why is he not? It didn't look like he was talking to anybody at any point in the game. When you're in your own world and you still score less than 20 points a game. Think about that. He was concentrating. He was doing his best. And he still couldn't score 20 points a game. He didn't look like he was involved with this or involved with that. It did look like at times it was, it was too much for him. Well, the play that, again, doomed him, it's always the play will circle, is that play against Carolina, that Desmond Ritter throw. Why he did that, how he did it, that was it. How did you that not was the get, final nail in the coffin. How did you not get across to him that that's not a thing? I don't know. That's it. That's why, he, that's why you get fired. You're in charge of the quarterback more than anybody else. That's what he was. He had to bench him again. I mean, that's how bad he was. After telling everybody he wasn't going to bench him again. And it's he only going to help me in the long run. He had to do it again. Pat McAfee is not only going to be working for ESPN, having his own show and college game day. He is now full-time on WWE's Monday Night Raw. He's going to be sitting in with Michael Cole every Monday. So flying all over the place because Raw's all over the country. That's what Pat McAfee is going to be doing on Mondays. Is that the Netflix deal that's coming up? Well, the Netflix deal isn't until 2025. They're going to finish oh, out the year okay. on USA. So does he not think about more exposure on Netflix? I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, but right now he's going to be having to fly and do a show from wherever they're going to be. It could have been a Netflix thing asking Maybe. for him to be in Maybe. place by the time they get to the. It, it uh, certainly Netflix. feels like they're spending money. Why would Pat McAfee not necessarily want to be a part of that? Uh, I don't know how they're going to do judge whether it's good or not. How many times is he starting immediately? Yeah, it started last night. Yeah, he was on last night. Okay, how many times will he rip his shirt off to pretend he's going to go into the ring over the course of the year, or is that a done thing? Well, yeah. Saturday, uh, yeah, Saturday night, he was an entrant into the Royal Rumble. He got in and then uh, eliminated himself by climbing back over the he top He saw rope. Omas, who's about seven feet tall, uh -huh. and said, I don't think I want a part of this. Okay, that's funny. It's shocking. CM Punk got hurt already. He's out. And really? this is real, not his real, first. Hurt. real hurt? Yeah, you're on the shoulder. Big surprise. Hurt. And this is not his first rodeo, uh, Domino. He was uh, an announcer on SmackDown no, 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 and NXT. But but it was it was before he was Pat McAfee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The That's industry my... that is Pat McAfee now. Right. He's got Tom Brady out of his program right now. My guess is, does he, again, is it every once in a while he's got to rip his shirt off and pretend he's going to go wrestle somebody? Um, will he get worked into a storyline here and there? Yeah, there's a possibility of that happening. All right. But for the most part, you have to be an announcer. You know what I'm noticing about Tom Brady? It doesn't look quite as handsome today. He really doesn't. He looks almost human. He almost looks wax now. Yeah, he, he, well, he, he looks... I'm criticizing what people... He's got look. an uneven tan. I think, like, he doesn't look... If you're... Be honest. You're assessing this, because I know this yeah. is what you do. He doesn't have makeup on, I don't think. No, no makeup. So, so he sort of looks not blotchy, but he looks human. Yeah. It was a bad look. I wouldn't go so far as to say it's a bad look. No, it's not a bad look. He still looks look. better than any of it's us, not you know, bad 10 look. times, 20 times, 30 times over. He's in with uh, TB12 in that no bowl. Uh, I think he became the second biggest stock. You know when you do Pat McAfee's show? When you're pimping the idea that you're the second biggest stockholder in a company that yes. nobody really knows who they are and what they do, you want to make sure they do. Tom Brady's going to have a job at Fox. I don't know what job Michael Thomas, the Saints wide receiver, as of right now, he's still with the Saints, is going to have uh, in a series of posts on the X platform on Sunday. He blamed the Saints and it's, the quarterback, Derek Carr. It's incredible. For his poor season. It's this incredible. is a guy that went rogue after he got hurt, and they brought him back into the fold. He said he was being set up by a bad ball, and the team did not try to involve him in the offense. So, obviously, he's napalming the bridge because he wants out of New no Orleans. No doubt. I also think he's basically, he, I think he wants Derek Carr to be put up in attempted murder charges. Doesn't he say that the fact that this guy put me in a position where there was no way I could survive? Yeah. He was throwing footballs that were going to get him killed. I, I honestly think he wants to press charges. And then wh what about Mike Evans? Is he going to go out kind of quietly It's if it's not in Tampa? Think about this. Yeah, he's not making any noise, that's for sure. But if you're Baker Mayfield, this is another reason why do you think about Tampa or not. You've lost your OC, and there's a chance Mike Evans, a good chance he's not going to be there. Who's Baker Mayfield's best friend on that team? One well, game day. It was Mike Evans. Mike Evans. And if, I'll say this. If Dave, I lose my OC and Mike Evans, mm -hmm. I don't have as much incentive to stick around. Dave Canales left as the offensive coordinator there at Tampa. He's now, as we all know, the head coach of Carolina. Him and his wife released a book that was released, I think, a couple of years ago, in fact, talking about how he was a troubled guy. He was an alcoholic. He was addicted to porn. 
he was uh, a serial philanderer. And boy, they they cover the whole thing, warts and all. But he says, you know, he, he hasn't had a drink in years and he's repaired the marriage and went through therapy. But it's it's a pretty uncomfortable read. Let's put it that way. Yeah, what's left that he didn't like? Was there anything like you said it was? He said, it I went through there. all of my dark secrets. I told her things that I'll never tell. I'm ashamed to tell anybody else. So, I mean, if that's not open to interpretation, what is? So does he think that gave him an edge to stand in front of grown men again and, and become a head coach? Because I guess. it sounds like it was a spiral. Yeah. Like, had he not gotten to that point, he's, I, I'm assuming he's not in the league. He's certainly not. He's certainly not married to this one. I mean, there are, I'm not going to go into the details, but there are details in here that are like, whoa. All righty then. So too much for an audio book? You know me. I cheat. I don't read um, books. I, I don't think you'd be comfortable yeah, with this Yeah, I don't subject. think I would be either. I don't think would. You don't want to hear things like this, but it's out there. I mean, they wrote the book together, and uh, now that he has the job, it's uh, being talked about again. Entertainers? I don't know about entertainers, but he would go out and he would just go out and booze it up at night. He would take off his ring and forget he was married. And uh, Anyway, I don't want to get into the details. But yeah, they had to go get tested just to be sure they were both okay. Yeah. Sounds like fun. Depends how you define fun. You know what I almost think? I think he's prepared to work for David Tepper as much as anybody could be. Or he, he may turn back to the dark side thanks to David Tepper. You work for that guy. Be careful. What you wish for. But I'm saying, what's he going to hold over your head? I told my wife everything. That's ever. a good point, too. Right. I, I I, don't have anything left in my belly. So I'm not, I'm not going to name any names, but I was told um, a story about a one-time professional wrestler mm -hmm. that turned his life around and oh, was, was similar nice. to this. Yeah, it's nice. So honesty was the most important thing. So if he was on the road wrestling, he would think of another woman that he was with, and he would call his wife and say, oh, yeah, I was with her, too. Like, there's being honest, and then there's... Whoa, whoa. So that they never she, end? Because she needed to know everything. So he was with so many women. So I'm in Charlotte. Right. Oh, let me think about... Oh, Charlotte, I yeah. remember her now. Yeah, like, that's what the, would happen? Yeah, you went to some diner, and you were having a sandwich. Oh, yeah. I met a woman here. That's too much. Called his wife right away. I, th I think at that point, everybody gets the picture, right? Pound town. I, I, don't, I don't really think you need to, you know go any further. Is there a certain point when he's on the road and the phone rings and she goes, what's he going to tell me now? Yeah. I've I mean, heard it all. I think they're still together, but... Ah, it's nice. Like I said, to each his own. How the two Super Bowl quarterbacks have ties to the Braves. We'll tell you how next. You're on your home of the Braves. It's Domino and Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs. With Blue certified, nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford, we are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM on a Tuesday afternoon. Appreciate you taking the time to listen. Now, Matt Lear's playing 80s music today because he watched that We Are the World documentary. He texted us about it last night, which really is a fascinating documentary. We'll, we'll mention that coming up in BTJ. Because there were a couple of stories, some not true, but they become urban legend, which is not bad for any story. Like, have more stories attached to the story. I didn't realize how quickly it came together. Had to, though. You had the Grammys. You had, I 
got him. They're, they're captive. Making up harmonies on the spot. Pretty cool. I'll give you a good Prince story. There's a Prince story involved. Beyond the goatee coming up around 120. Hey, don't forget uh, the fan in the locker room sending five lucky listeners to a Sandals Caribbean destination of their choosing, including Sandals, Duns River, and Jamaica. You have to go to all the social media accounts to figure out what the word of the day is. And when you're asked for the word of the day, the keyword on Facebook, Instagram, and X, when the locker room does ask you for it, you call 404-231-1680, and you could be one of the five going. Now, you got to be 21 or older and a legal resident of Georgia to enter and win. What are we doing right now? Uh, we are going to talk a little bit about the Braves and a connection that the Braves have to the two starting quarterbacks in the Super Bowl. Interesting. Um, did, Is it? Did you believe Max Fried when he says he will not have free agency hanging over his head? I do believe him. I kind of believe him, too. It doesn't mean you don't want to shove. Look, I hope he's so great that the Braves can't afford him. Like, I hope he's so great and the Braves can't afford him. I mean, what's he going to do, mean? make him focus even more? I'm going to show them. He's got to stay healthy, though. I know. Man, he's, he's thick. He has not reached, like, that 30-year-old guy weight thing. He looks like and he tries. Talks. From what I understand, he oh, tries, yeah. man. He does the protein shakes. He eats left and right. He just he can't keep the weight on. I told Matt Edgar when you were in front of him, he looks like an extra from Tombstone. <laughs> He's got that mustache yeah. thing going, and he's sort of thin, and you go, oh, yeah, if you slap a cowboy hat on him, that guy's walking into a saloon. Can I give you two things real quick, though? Um, did you see how much money the LSU athletic department lost? I did not see this okay. figure. The women's basketball team, national champions, lost $8 million themselves. They spent $204 million on athletics. You want to know the bad news? They made $200 million. LSU, we talk about who's making money and who's not. They allegedly, their tax return of some sort, says they lost $4 million, making $204 million. You're going to travel further now. You're going to do all these things that we keep hearing about. With that rationale, you're going to lose more money. And maybe nobody cares. Maybe that's a part of it. I also looked up, do you know what the rule in the NFL about taunting says? Listen to this. Using baiting or taunting acts or words that may engender ill will between teams. Like what's discussed in between every play, between the offense and the defense. You don't think they cuss at each other and say those things to each other every play? It's like holding. You can call it every play. I guess you can do the same with taunting. Let me tell you what will gender ill will in my mind. You coming out and taking me out of my knees, which could end my career. That would sort of, I don't know, create a little bit ill will. There should be nothing to do with you saying anything. Uh, should you be allowed to toss a football on a guy's face? I'm almost kind of the belief that you should. I got you on this one. Boom, take that. It just seems ridiculous. 15 yards for what's happening in the trenches. Um, God knows what's happening in the trenches. What are they saying? Physically what are they doing? and mentally. Right. What are they trying to do? They're trying to get you to do something you wouldn't normally do. You're taunting the whole game. Indeed. And that's what Travis Kelsey was doing during the game as well. Did you know, to quote Buck Ballou, that Brock Purdy's dad, Sean, ended an eight-season minor league career Uh when he posted a 1.83 ERA over 16 appearances with the 1998 Richmond Braves? Did you see who some of his teammates were? Paul Bird, Dallas Perez, Wes Helms, John Rocker, among the teammates that he had at AAA that year. Why is he leaving after a 183? I don't, I don't know. know anything about that game, but 183 sounds pretty good. And then one year later, Eddie Perez homered off of Patrick Mahomes' dad, Pat Mahomes, in game one of the 99 NLCS. So there, folks, is your Braves tie to the two starters in Super Bowl 58. You can maybe use that around the Keurig today. Or be the talk of the office. Or the Super Bowl party. As everybody's doing the squares game, perhaps as everybody's figuring out what their numbers are, you might be able to just drop that in if you're in a Braves-type crowd. You want to do a prop? It it also tells you uh, athlete fathers, athlete sons. There's yeah. a there's a there's a good amount of that in the world. Now I don't know if you can do this. I don't know if there's a way. Uh-huh. But if there is a way, a great Super Bowl prop would be, um, how many pieces of broccoli are consumed on that veggie tray that someone brings to the party every year? Because the carrots, <laughs> the carrots will go. Yeah, the broccoli is desperate time. The 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 broccoli and the cauliflower. So I, and the cucumbers. I'll, I'll tell People you who are does. are going to eat the carrots, but for the most celery part. Celery gets eaten. That's true. Yeah, that celery, is true. Because it's a dipping tool. That's true. Celery, it's a perfect dipping tool. The tool. cauliflower and the broccoli. Let me explain something to you. Broccoli is the desperate food. Like, why are they not bringing more of something good out here? I don't even understand why you would cut up cucumbers anytime. That's just sort of for decoration. 
But if people get desperate enough, if you're at a party or you're hosting a party, even worse, where, like, what's left is the broccoli and the cucumbers, you did not throw a good party. No. I, I, I'm a completely agree. I don't understand who's eating raw, uncooked broccoli and cauliflower. Nobody. Now, I like it cooked. I had it last night. Well, that's part of a meal. Like, yeah, if you put exactly. it on a plate next to something else. Listen, I've been known to get crazy every now and then, and I'll take a piece of the cauliflower and I'll break it apart mm-hmm. and dip it. Yeah. So I have, like, Ooh. two or three pieces of cauliflower. Ooh, if nice. I'm really feeling randy, I'll do that. But for the most part, I'm going to leave it alone. And everybody else is going to leave it alone as well. It's not a good finger food. Just bring a bag of carrots with some dip. It'll what? probably save you some money. Cucumbers are good. Yeah, but for the most part, people aren't eating the non-dipping veggies. Nobody's running into a house at a Super Bowl party going, man, I hope there's good cucumbers here. Well, good- neither are they for carrots. I'll, I'll say this. But again, it's the, dip, it's the dipping ability. You can't beat a good cucumber salad with the tomatoes in it. It's so ridiculous. Okay. The Italian dressing. I can think of 914 things that beat that. Well, sometimes I feel sorry for you. My father used to make, get the celery out, and he would get a cup, and he would put pepper and oil. Oil. In the yeah, cup. I saw, I saw and that. And you dip the celery uh-huh. in I saw that with everything. Little uh, tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, that, that went on around. That's an Italian thing. It doesn't take much to make me happy. I need oil and pepper. And then a couple of things grown out of the garden. Because we grew up with nothing, you see? Olives. Are you asking? Now, the olive, yeah, I'm asking. It, it's an Marinated interesting, olives. It's, it's an interesting question to ask you, Chris Tomato, because is the olive a little too close to the bean? And we know you hate beans. Olives have, they have their place because they are. You the olives on your fingers? Oh, oh, oh. No. Then eat them off your fingers? No, I have never what done What do you mean beans? What kind You've of beans? You've never once done that? No. Baked beans? You don't I've like seen, those? I think my kids might have done that. Black olives on the end of every finger? Yeah. Uh, Last time I did that was when my son was like five. He thought it was really funny. If I did that now, he'd walk out of the room in disgust. And then tell all his friends about yeah. it. He's an idiot. Father's olives cracking up. He's olives. putting olives on his fingers. Only a matter of time before he's in the home. So I'm going to tell you this, though. Olives, uh, and what's that? It's sort of like an olive salad where you have different cheeses. Yeah. They charge good money at the supermarket not cheap. for that. Like, you can go get it by the pound. That's and expensive. And you get the stuffed olives. The cheese is in the olive. No. It's a lot of work. Who does that, by the way? Yeah, you're right. Think about the patience you have to have to do that. Jeez. It's like building a model airplane. Anyway, when we come back. I think I, think I was in one of those places, like a Whole Food, and I think it was like $17 a pound. To go get olives and cheese and, and something. <laughs> I was just like, what in the charcuterie board? It's a guy in the back. Oh, it's, it's, you put it in a tub and then they weigh it. And then they charge like $22 for a pound and a, and a quarter. He's, a in the back. He's got the jeweler loop on. He's putting the <laughs> cheese in the olives. Uh, this stuff is 17 bucks a pound. When will Fill we all up, Charlie? get a chance to hear from the Falcons' new coach? We'll tell you next on Domino and Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. When you buy a used car, don't be taken for a ride. Get Ford Blue Advantage certified at Wade Ford, Atlanta's headquarters for factory certified pre-owned vehicles. Go to wadeford.com. There you'll find a great selection of Ford Blue Advantage certified used cars, trucks, and SUVs with Blue certified. Nearly all makes and all models are in stock now. You'll find something perfect for just about any budget. Buy with confidence at the Wade Ford factory certified used car outlet at wadeford.com. Wade Ford. We are Atlanta's Ford dealer. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY. And there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required. And they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business. And it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. 